welcome to episode four of the Atlanta Man podcast. I am your host, Ryan Rogers, and this episode will be an emergency episode, the first one of this podcast, and it is because today, officially, Julio Jones has made it known to the public that he wants out of Atlanta and uh, for those of you who don't know the full story, I will give you the full rundown of this whole saga that has taken place, mostly early on Monday, but uh, some key details that happened over the weekend that caused this to happen, most likely. So the first thing that really sparked all this was over the weekend, Julio was spotted. I think it was at, I think it was at a mall somewhere. I'm not sure where exactly it was, but a fan ran into him at the mall, took a picture with him, and put it all over social media, and Julio was wearing a Dallas Cowboys shirt. Um, so, yeah, that that, that, was, that was over all over the Internet this weekend. Didn't really think much of it. I mean, everyone knows that there have been rumors about Julio getting moved by the Falcons for a while now. So, I mean, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like a good sign for the Falcons that Julio was wearing a Cowboys shirt. But I, I really didn't think much of it, to be honest with you. I just, I don't know. I just didn't really care, for being completely honest. But it became of note because on today's episode of Undisputed, and for those who don't know what that is, it's a morning talk show, sports talk show, um, and it's Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless are the host of it. Shannon Sharp is a former NFL player. He's in the Hall of Fame, tight end. And this incident with Julio and the Cowboy shirt prompted them to do a segment on Julio and if he's getting moved and what landing spots obviously talking about if he's going to the Cowboys because it's the Cowboys and that's going to get them ratings yada 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 so in the middle of the segment Shannon Sharp who is very close with a lot of NFL players and apparently he's very close to Julio Jones he has his phone number and he whips out his phone in the middle of the show on live TV and calls Julio Jones and Julio picks up and I will now put in the audio clip of Julio and what Shannon asked him and what Julio had to say. Can you hear me? I got you. This is your favorite uncle. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. Got to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? Oh, man. Nah, I'm out of there, man. You He's out, out. Of there? He's out of there. Told you. Are you going to... Ideally, where would you like to go? Uh, right now, I'm just, I want to win. Okay. We well, don't go to Dallas. If you go to, you ain't winning in Dallas, Julio. And that is what Shannon asked Julio and what Julio had to say to his question. And for those of you who couldn't really understand because it was a phone call that um, was taken on live TV, um, Shannon asked him, he said, Are you, what's going on? And you in Atlanta. Julio says, um, he says, no, I'm out of there. And he asked me if he's going to the Cowboys, and Julio says, I just want to win. So um, we'll get into whether or not Julio knew he was on live TV later on, because that's still up in the air for me, because I, I don't think he knew that he was on air when he said that, for being honest. But um, before, we, before we talk about that, we're going to, I was talking about Julio's reasoning, and it's perfectly fine reasoning for him wanting to get out of Atlanta. The Falcons are in the second turnover of a head coach since Julio's been there. Um, it, like it, The Falcons are a long shot to win a Super Bowl this year, a long shot to win it next year, honestly, too. And they have a potential to be a good team. 
but uh, Super Bowl just doesn't seem super likely for this team. I mean, they, they could. They could shock the world, and it would be a great story if the Falcons somehow won a Super Bowl this year. But um, I, myself, and most people probably know that the Falcons aren't a huge Super Bowl contender this year. So it makes sense for Julio because he is getting up there in age. Um, and he has he has had some injuries. He's not very injury-prone over his whole career, but he was hurt last year. And Julio is not super young. He's on the wrong side of 30. He's 32 years old. And he's thinking, man, I probably don't have a, a ton of time left in the league. And I need to do something. I, I need to get a ring. And Julio has done pretty much everything you can do as a wide receiver in the NFL except win a Super Bowl. He's been to Pro Bowl. He's an All-Pro. He's led the league in receiving yards. He's one of the greatest of all time. And all he really needs to cap off his resume is a Super Bowl ring. And that's that's what he wants. And that's perfectly understandable. You know, it sucks that Julio wants out and doesn't think he went here. But, you know, I get it. I get it. Um, there's also some more news that came out about Julio today. Ian Rappaport did some reporting along with Adam Schefter. Um, but Rappaport clarified the whole situation and uh, confirmed that Julio did request a trade from the Falcons a few months ago. And the Falcons um, agreed to listen to offers for him. That is how this all began. That's why it continues. That's what Rappaport says. And uh, he also followed it up by saying, when he approached the team with his request, they treated him with the respect he deserves and agreed to be open to it. That led to a flurry of calls before the draft. So the Falcons respected his wishes and said that they would look into it. Um, but I'll go ahead and say this right now. I think Julio is probably gone for the record. I, th I don't think he's going to be on the Falcons next year. But there is a chance that um, the Falcons just don't trade him because they simply don't want to and that they still see Julio as part of their plans in the future. You know, th it could have been that the Falcons never had any intention of trading Julio to make cap space, which we'll get into in just a second, and that they thought that Julio was going to be a major piece next year for this offense and for this team going forward. So I, I there, there is a shot that the Falcons say, you know what, Julio, we're not going to trade you. You're going to stay here and we'll, we'll, we'll just see and just take it from there. And hopefully they can compete and keep them happy. But there's also a possibility to do that if they do that, just say no, we're not trading you. The Julio might hold out. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think he's probably gone. He's probably going to get traded. Um, we'll get into some potential destinations and returns for Julio in just a minute. But now I'm going to go over the um, cap situation with Julio. Um, I'm not a capologist by any means, but I do know the numbers of what the Falcons would save for Julio if they did trade him. And um, as of right now, the Falcons have $500,000 in cap space, which is not a lot. It's not enough for them to sign the, the rookies over from the draft class. So they do have, they are going to make, have to make some space somewhere, whether it's going to be Julio Jones or elsewhere, but right now it's looking like Julio Jones. But if the Falcons do trade Julio, it will be after June 1st because if they trade him before June 1st, that will actually cost them um, against the cap this, this upcoming season. But if they wait till after June 1st, which they will, they will save $15 million in cap space this year, which will free up a lot of money for them to sign that rookie class. It will cost them just $3 million next year against the cap, so not a huge dead cap hit for Julio in the 2022 season. So, yeah, $15 million in cap space, it, it makes sense. It makes sense um, for the Falcons to, to move him if they really needed to free up the space, and that, that's a substantial amount of money that would – be available for the team to sign all the rookies that they drafted. So it does. It's always made sense, and that's always been the suspicion that 
I think most people thought that Julio didn't request a trade and the Falcons were just doing this on their own because they need to free up cap space, but now it turns out that that's just not the case, that Julio did request a trade back then, um, back a few months ago. So it, it, it makes sense. The Falcons got, can, can get some good um, gain out of this, with not only with the cap space, but with the return they could get for Julio Jones, which I... I've seen a lot of um, mock trades over the past months, actually, because this has been an ongoing thing with Julio. And a lot of them don't have a first-rounder attached to them. They just have, like, second-rounders for a couple of years and some third-rounders. No, no one's really um, made any, like, good mocks with uh, players that are currently in the league, aside from just, like, draft picks. They just attach the draft picks to these mock trades and don't put any uh, current players on there, which I th- if the Falcons trade Julio, they're going to get some – proven talent in the league back along with some picks and the direction I think the Falcons should go in with Julio I don't think they should go eye for an eye and get another wide receiver for Julio Jones that was the everyone's when Julio when the picture of Julio came out of him in the Cowboys shirt and everybody was losing their minds thinking Julio was going to the Cowboys they're thinking oh well maybe we'll get Amari Cooper for Julio or CeeDee Lamb straight up I don't think that's the way to go the Falcons just drafted Cal Pitts, and they have Calvin Ridley. There's no – the only reason that Julio was around is because he's obviously Julio Jones and he's been with the team forever, but he's in-house. Like, if you're trading Julio, you, you if you you keep Julio for more offense. But if you're trading him, the pass catchers are not a need. They're not a need. You need to go and get some proven defensive players. That's what the Falcons need. If you can get one stud, maybe two solid players for Julio and some picks – that's fine with me. Um, there was one mock that had Julio going to the Patriots, I believe. I'll pull it up real quick. I know the the players attached were a bit of a long shot, honestly. This is kind of just uh, throwing stuff at the wall and see if it sticks. But um, yeah, it, it was to the New England Patriots, and this was this was this would be a deal that I would be super happy about. Um, this is from Matt Caroli on Twitter. Shout out to Matt. He says this is the deal I'll be most happy about relative term because I'll never be happy about this which I agree with but the Patriots would receive Julio Jones and the Falcons would, would receive Stephon Gilmore or JC Jackson in a third or second round pick which if the Falcons did that I would be I'd be fine with that I'm not gonna be happy either way because we're trading Julio Jones which is just honestly devastating um, but if we get Stephon Gilmore JC Jackson those are two very very impactful players on defense that the Patriots have and uh, that would sa- it would save the Falcons eight to twelve million in cap space if they did add those um, to one of the two guys to the team in a trade for Julio. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it would, the Falcons would have to add a little more if they want to get either of those guys because those are two studs on defense that the Patriots have. So I do think that's a bit of a long shot, but you never know. I really I don't think the Falcons are going to get lowballed here. I, I don't know what their plan is of what they look at. The only way I can see them add to the offense is if they go get um, an offensive lineman in a trade, which I wouldn't I wouldn't hate that either. But I think they need to go defense. They need to get an impact player on the defensive side of the ball because they did they drafted Jalen Mayfield in the um, in the third round of the draft. They have they have some faith in him at O line. They got Lindstrom and McGarry who are first round picks. So I think I, I think they're gonna probably go get an impact player on defense if they do trade Julio away. At least that's what I think they should do. I'm not saying what they will do. 
But now that that's over, we're talking about potential destinations. Patriots, I just mentioned, are one. I've seen the Tennessee Titans brought up. The one that's been out there for a long time now is the Baltimore Ravens. They did draft a wide receiver in the first round, but I don't think that would stop them from going to get Julio Jones. They really wanted him. I've also seen the Kansas City Chiefs, which I don't really see that. I think they're they're pretty stacked um, past the pass catching position with Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. So I don't really see that. I've seen the 49ers. I don't know. That's just all speculation. There's no um, real rumors of teams being of teams offers for Julio and who's actually interested. Um, so I, I could see him landing at either of those places. I don't see the Cowboys as a spot, even though he was wearing the Cowboys shirt. I just don't see that happening. I mean, I, I guess Jerry Jones could do something stupid and go just like sell the whole farm for Julio Jones when he has Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and a perfectly fine wide receiver core. That would be on brand for the Cowboys, but I just don't think that they're going to do that, if we're being honest. But now I'm just going to get into some um, some talk about Julio's Falcons career, if it is over, because I think that people are just kind of forgetting a little bit. I think everyone everyone knows that Julio Jones is very good. I don't think people really have a full understanding of how good Julio has been on the Falcons. I just don't think he does. So I'm just going to go over some stats, some accolades, just to remind people that this is Julio Jones we're talking about, and he's one of the greats. He's a seven-time Pro Bowler, two-time All-Pro. Um, he's on the 2010s Hall of Fame team for the NFL. He has led the league in receiving yards twice. He has led the league in receptions once. He has 12,896 career receiving yards. He averages 95.5 yards per game, which is in the NFL record. He holds the record for it. Um, the only person that's close in second place is Calvin Johnson, who is a full like nine and a half yards behind Julio on receiving yards per game. And then Antonio Brown is at 84.5. So he has a pretty solid lead on that, which is an NFL record. By the way, just saying, he's led the league in yards per game three times. Um, he's led the league in yards per touch three times. He's led the league in scrimmage yards before, too. I mean, he's an 1,800-yard receiver in 2015 on 136 catches. And I believe that's that's top five all-time for yards in a season. Julio is a at least top ten receiver of all time, and in my opinion, a biased opinion, so take those – with a grain of salt because Julio Jones is my favorite football player of all time. I think Julio is a top five receiver to ever play this game. I mean, the top three are Randy Moss, Jerry Rice, and Calvin Johnson, but Julio is four or five. I don't care where you put him, but he's, I think he's a top five. And at the very least, you got to say he's a top 10 receiver of all time. So I think some people are forgetting that this is Julio Jones. He is very good at football and he is one of the greatest wide receivers of all time. I know he's old. He's getting. He's not old. He's older. He's 32 years old, and he was banged up last year, but I think people kind of have a misconception of that Julio's just like super injury prone throughout the years, which that's just not the case. Um, he, he only played nine games last year, which isn't, isn't great, but here, here is game like number of games he played in the previous years. 2019, 15 games, only missed one. 2018, played all 16. 2017, played all 16. 2016, 14 games. In 2015, all 16. Like he, at the very at the very minimum, besides last year, he's only missing one, maybe two games a year. He's not super injury prone, historically. He was he was last year. He had bad hamstring problems, and hopefully that's not a trend that continues in the future for him. But I, I think people just have a misconception of Julio. 
He's not super injury prone. I'm just going to tell you that now. He hasn't been. Maybe he can get over these hamstring injuries. Who knows? With it, wherever he lands, if it's with the Falcons or elsewhere, I, I hope to God that he can stay healthy wherever he goes. Because I, I hope he has great success, even if he goes plays for the Patriots, which sucks. Because I don't want to root for the Patriots. <laughs> but it, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to root for the Patriots. I'll root for Julio. But yeah, that would that would not be not not be great if he went to the Patriots. Um, and another another note that I should add is that Adam Schefter did some reporting too, um, and. The Falcons prefer preferred not to trade Julio within the NFC. So it looks like they're going to try to get him into the AFC if they do trade him. They don't want to trade him within their own conference, which does make sense. And Schefter also reported that the Falcons are asking for a first-round pick for Julio, which if they're asking for a first-round pick, that might take them out of getting a super impactful defensive player. But I think they could still get a solid defensive player and a first-round pick, which I wouldn't hate that either. So it looks like unless the Falcons have no other options that they're going to trade Julio to an AFC team, which would include the Patriots, but also include like the Ravens, which, for being honest, from a not take myself out of being a Falcons fan and from a non-biased perspective, Julio on the Ravens is pretty fun. Julio, like giving Lamar Jackson a weapon like Julio would be really fun to watch. It would really... I mean, the Ravens are a run-first team, but if they had Julio Jones, they would be slinging the ball a lot more, trust me. They got Bateman in the draft, but that's not going to stop them if they really want to go get Julio Jones. So I'll just go ahead and say that now. If the Falcons are trading him, trade him to the Ravens because that seems pretty fun. Just saying. But hopefully, by some miracle, Julio will stay with the Falcons. They can maybe figure something out. I'm not counting on it. I'm not going to hold my breath because I just know it's probably not going to happen. But, yeah, just more more pain, more suffering of being a Falcons fan today. Um, not going to get traded within the next week. It'll be after June 1st if they do trade him. So we will see after then. Um, if he does get traded, when if and when he does get traded, there will be an emergency podcast for that. So, yeah, you can probably look forward to that because it looks like that, that is going to be a possibility. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Um, not great that the first emergency pod was some bad news. Hopefully the next emergency pod will be some good news for any of the Atlanta sports teams. Um, I did release another episode last night talking about the Falcons, or not the, the Falcons, the Hawks and the Braves. Uh, the Hawks and their game one win against the Knicks and the Braves and how to do in the week. That's still very relevant since that came out just last night. So if you haven't listened to that, you can get caught up and listen to that and uh, see what's going on with the Braves and the Hawks. So, yep, that'll do it for this emergency episode of the Atlanta Man podcast. If you made it this far, I thank you for listening, and I am out of here.